0: Speculate all over my face. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 69, Geekscape Games Special. That's right, we are back after a short hiatus with the sexiest episode of our podcast yet. And oddly enough, we are down probably the most... Attractive. Well, oh, actually, you know what, Juan, you're here. You're <laughs> you're the cutest. Uh, oh, we're sorry. down, Derek. He's uh, working his new job. Um, he is currently probably sitting in a dark alley watching drug dealers sell drugs and people shoot shoot up said drugs. And spit
1: hepatitis uh, in his eye.
0: <laughs> 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 Just the hepatitis. Um, well, yeah, we're back. Uh, we have a brand new logo. Um, yes. Our buddy Garrett. Uh, does he have a company or anything that we could plug? Uh, or is Hash, he just
2: He's just a freelance artist. Is he's, uh, he's a Twitter on uh, at t a h k o? Um, we hit him up at the 400th episode of uh, Geekscape Games, or not Geekscape Games, but uh, the Geekscape Mother Show, and uh, he's done some stuff before for our buddy Carlos Lopez at Angry Bananas, and I we were discussing like ideas for our own podcast to have a logo of its own. Now we had one. But I felt like, you know, we should have some more. And I said, hey, could you possibly do a logo, but like make it 8-bit style, whatever. And I just told him that. He's like, oh, sure. Yeah. And I said, "Do go crazy, whatever you want. And he comes up with this beautiful Game Boy Color-esque Captain N-inspired logo. So the Geekscape mascot has the Captain N jacket with the Nintendo. That's what the
0: jacket is. Yep.
2: That's what it is. The Captain N jacket. Um, so uh, again i can't thank him if he, so it's t-a-h-k uh, zero actually not an o uh fantastic fantastic artist uh, pixel art guy he does some incredible stuff uh please check him out but yes he he's great and um yeah we'll, we'll post most more of his work on on the, the geekscape games this like on geekscape.net but the, the guy's awesome and i can't thank him enough for the new logo it looks great
0: yeah it is uh hashtag all the fire emoji uh, but yes, uh, if this is your first time listening to gigta games, what well, took you show on? Uh, I'm Shane O'Hare uh, with Juan Carlos and yeah. uh, Josh Jackson. Boy, hey. did you pick
2: <laughs> did you pick the right episode of coming? <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, so yeah, um let's talk about some video games. Uh, lots been going on the last couple of weeks, and I think we should talk with um, talk about something that had that started and ended in one day mm. uh, or a couple of days. The um, Nintendo NX controller was leaked, and then proven to be not leaked. Um, I'll walk you through the timeline real quick. There was uh, two pictures that came out of the supposed dev kit uh, NX controller, and if we go all the way back to December of last year, when uh, Nintendo's patent from June went public, um, I'm trying to find the picture. Um, they they patented this uh, oval looking. Controller that had a screen built into it that had buttons that essentially rested on top of the screen, and there were shoulder buttons um, where you would expect shoulder buttons to be. And um, today or the other day, um, uh, two, two, two series of in- images came out. One was a white one sitting on a desk, another one was a black one mm-hmm. sitting on a desk. Uh, now, both have been proven to be false, but proven to be false by different different methods um the one the one that i want to say was really interesting was there's uh pictures of a physical one on a guy's desk he took a couple pictures of him and um he posted them to reddit and it was great because somebody saw in the reflection this is like some csi level shit it's on the reflection of his monitor stand this like um leafless scraggly dead looking tree and um a very unique looking awning over his window and they, then they noticed his uh, keyboard MacBook was a Swedish keyboard. So they looked up game devs um, from Sweden, and they found that Massive Entertainment uh, is in Malmo, and they somebody Google Street Viewed to his, um, <laughs> uh, to that building, found the tree, found the awning, and they're like, well, um, yep, uh, massive, uh, massive Entertainment, uh, somebody Massive is going to get fired. Um, if not already. Then, uh, yeah, if not already. But... Um, you said um, you uh, showed me that uh, that was debunked by people that actually have the dev kit. Explain that.
2: So, yeah. So the, the first one that you mentioned, the, the one that has the image, right? Um, that seems like the. Oh, the white one. Or the white, the one. white one. The the people who were behind it actually posted a YouTube video showing how it's fake. And the, the people who own it, it's, it's called ID2Dev. Um, it went up um, yesterday. It actually went up today and showed it's a one um, one minute, 50 second video that shows how they did it. Similar to the way I fell for the Rayman, <laughs> supposedly where the guy came out and said, yeah, that Rayman thing is fake. And here's how I did it. So that's essentially what happened here. Now for the second picture where we have the, um, the the black one with no image on it, uh, Nintendo life's reporting that a uh, source close to them by the name of uh, Liam Robertson, who in the past is, he apparently, this uh, Mr. Robertson has connections with certain developers and programmers, so he contacted Nintendo Life when this image came up uh, with the black controller and said he knows uh, sources that have the NX dev kits at this moment. And he and he was uh, he was told, uh, Mr. Robertson, by these people with the dev kits that the image that's up right now that with the black controller is fake. So Nintendo Life is saying based on Liam Robertson's past um, you know, input where he debunks and confirms rumors and they end up being true and fake, we have it on his authority and his judgment that we're going to go with it and say that, yes, that this image is also fake. And there are other sources too on Reddit that have been coming out and saying yes, that um, our sources are saying that that's fake too. So um, we should uh, expect a lot of this going into E3 where a lot of the – Mockups are going to be coming out. A lot of people are going to try to get attention and hits and clicks with the NX console or controller reveal. So we should be a, a little bit careful uh, yeah. with this. But yeah, the, but these two were pretty. But the thing that surprised me is how damn convincing they are, just like to the eye. You know, like yeah, for the, a second, it's like, damn, that that looks really good. Like I don't want to believe it, but shit. And the 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 interesting one about the black one is that it is. Um,
0: it 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 looks real. I mean it. it I mean it right? looks like a physical device. Uh, it was uh, the first. It was taken. Uh, I don't. It, I don't know. I mean, someone had to have mocked it up or a lot of. I mean, photo editing looks you know pretty on point, pretty good. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's it's really interesting. I do love the fucking witch hunting that uh um <laughs> it went through. Of finding out and accusing Massive Entertainment of being the perpetrators, but when I looked at their their uh, release history, um, they've never made a game for any Nintendo product ever. So, (laughs) and they just released, they just created the division. So, I think it would be quite interesting um, that they would have a Wii or an NX uh, dev kit. Uh, So, yeah, Uh, I don't know. The internet's full of fun rumors, awesome, awesome rumors. Another Nintendo rumor. Attend a rumor train uh, is that the Wii U production is supposed to be ending at the end of the year. Um, there was a rumor from what was what was the magazine in Japan uh, Nikai? Yeah, Nikai, Nikai, the um, business.
2: Uh, yeah, they're, they're they're like the uh, not, I won't say fourth, but like the Wall Street, uh, not Wall Street Journal. That's horrible. Um, but they're like the yeah. main thing for investors like those, in Japan, like the stock market exchange. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. So why don't you explain what happened with that? Oh me? Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, my voice is half here, so you have to yeah. carry me.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll carry you, baby. Uh, so earlier, sixty-nine, this weekend, baby. <laughs> 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 for those of you who are just joining the show for the first time, get ready for a lot of that today. I mean, that happens. normally. We were we were doing this in episode eleven, but you know why? why you know, especially memories. today. Yeah. <laughs> So,
0: uh, earlier. Why do you think Josh's voice is so growly? We've been 69 all afternoon.
2: (laughs) Pile driver
1: position. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, I can't even think straight.
0: Um, So, Nintendo, what? uh, (laughs) Don't worry. There's been no straight thinking all afternoon. (laughs) 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 Except,
2: yeah. Earlier in the week, uh, Nintendo, uh, there's rumors that Nintendo's ending production of the wii u uh which kind of coincides with rumors that the nx is coming out this year most notably like during the holiday season in 2016 uh but apparently nintendo i
0: i i, I uh, sorry to interrupt i don't think it's coming out this year really there's no nintendo I Well, i don't either it, nintendo likes to when did the wii u come out
1: 2012 December, right 2012 september i think 2012 so f- it'll be November, four years 15.
2: it'll be four years this year wow Wow, has it really been four fucking years? Wait a minute, no, that's not right. Yeah, Wii U, November eighteenth, twenty twelve. Yeah, it'll be four wow. years in September. Damn. And when did the PS four come out? Uh, a year Wait, later. Yeah, yeah, it is. So the PS four hasn't been around that long. Wow, weird. But huh. um, but yeah, that's uh, the there was this piece saying that Nintendo was going to end production, but Nintendo uh, today has said that they're not confirming or they're not uh denying what, what, what's the word we're looking they're for not
0: debunking they're, they're not de,
2: they're not debunking or denying that the the wii u is ceasing production um but then again i don't know of any other games like if we think of Star Fox, i think zelda wii u is like the last big title they're developing but other than that there's, there's really n- already
1: been rumors too that they're going to pull a twilight princess with that
2: one i would not be shocked like i would i wouldn't be there's got to be something like where because they're saying the NX is not like a new console. It's like, I don't know what the NX is. Like, Nobody does. But is it going to be something that's going to complement a Wii U? Is it going to be replacing the tablet controller or the gamepad? Like, I don't know. But I
0: now uh, kind of like giving you a little preview of another story about like the PS 4.5. Could this be the year of console like add ons a la Sega 32X? Is, mm-hmm. is Are we, are we going to see like. You know, VR is the hot shit again. So are we going to start seeing like console add-on cards or, or devices to be the new thing? Is, is the NX going to be a, a like a, an add-on for the Wii U? Like, wh- like what like, What do you think? I speculate. Speculate uh, all over my face. It,
2: it might. I mean, the thing that the article also mentions here is that the Wii U, although it struggled very much in the first year or two, to get any traction with consumers. It's kind of picked up steam ever since last summer with Splatoon and Mario. And like it had something in 2013 with Mario Kart 8 and then with the DLC that they kind of tossed out every so often, I think it was like three or four months uh, after each release, but Splatoon started everything off. And then you had, well, if you're not counting Smash Brothers for Wii U, but Splatoon. And then you had, of course, uh, Bayonetta, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, Yoshi's Woolly World, uh, Super Mario Maker made the Wii U pretty much a, a a pretty popular item in Japan, and it did pretty fairly well here, too. So and I know
0: that uh, Mario Maker is just absolutely killing it for lots of yeah, players.
2: Yeah, like a Mario Maker, I mean, even when I go online like to play my on my Wii U, I see the majority of my friends are using Mario Maker. Like, they're just doing that. Um, but n- it, it n- seems... Y- go ahead. Uh, now, think about it.
0: The Wii U has got a lot of exclusive... Must have killer titles.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what's what's a what's a PS4 exclusive killer title that you like? You have to go buy a PlayStation Four to play this game. Like you need to play this game.
2: Nah, uh, last uh, it was okay. last. Of, fuck you with your neck. <laughs> I guess the only thing I could think of was like from last year, Last of Us, or from two years ago. No, that's not even a PS4.
1: Is that a PS4 game? Well,
2: they remastered it
1: ten months after it came out on yeah. PS3, but. I mean, yeah. I mean, I still don't really feel like there's a standout PS4 mm-hmm. exclusive after all this time. I mean, Bloodborne Street. Yeah, I guess Bloodborne that's would be that. the closest be one the closest. in terms yeah. of in terms of like general consensus. But I mean, I'm not even like a huge Bloodborne guy. Um, I don't know. Like honestly, the game that I've had the most fun with so far that's exclusive to the PlayStation 4 is Gravity Rush. But I mean,
2: oh yeah, that, that was came out on the Vita. Yeah.
0: So and then uh, and then the same could be said about the Xbox One. I mean, Sunset Overdrive came and went. Um, the halo, halo 5 is kind of a
2: mm-hmm. whatever it so, has a short shelf like about a month it has like a six week shelf life of like i must have that and then after that you see a big drop on online play yeah, yeah but the so, we the wii, the halo, wii U has
0: got all these amazing killer killer apps i hate the word apps but it's got these amazing killer apps that
1: you can't get the these unique experiences anywhere else true yeah and i would even i would even put the xbox on a slightly higher pedestal though but I agree that the Wii U like blows them both out of the water as far as exclusive content and exclusive games that are really, really like really
2: strong. Yeah. That being said though, I mean, we still find our present. I mean, I, and I'll be, I'm a Nintendo fanboy all through and through, but you know, that being said, it still struggles to find a niche in the market. I mean, there's, I was telling, you know, shade in the pre-show that, that we still have this idea that, you know, a lot of consumers see when they think, think of video game systems, they think PlayStation and Xbox, like Nintendo doesn't even come up. If it does, it's like a kitty system. But I mean, which is which is which is retarded because right? um, They they fucked
0: up with the marketing. They shouldn't have called it a Wii U. Mm -mm. They should not have called it a Wii U because you know Grandma Grandma Ethel is gonna get go to the store and say I'm gonna get my son a a a Nintendo Wii Wii U. Uh, But he's already got a Wii. Like, do is it an add on or you know they should have just called it the fucking
2: fuck. Ah, uh, you dropped uh, your watch in water.
0: <laughs> uh, I I dropped my cigar cutter in my tea. Um, interesting. I, that's
2: the first time that sentence has ever been uttered. By the way, <laughs> It has to be. There's never in the history of man has that sentence been uttered.
0: So, but um, they, they they should have called it something else.
2: They yeah. Didn't... Well, the thing is, too, like if you think of the other two systems, it has their their companies like almost in like well not company but the platforms like the Xbox One, yeah. the Xbox 360, PlayStation Two, Three, Four. Nintendo's had like when first it was like Nintendo then Super Nintendo Nintendo 64 and then you see uh, Gamecube and then you get Wii is the only exception but then they try to double down on that with Wii U and it just doesn't it, then they cause a lot of confusion right off the bat So I hope that even NX that sounds better even if it's like Nintendo NX like that just separates it from the Wii U completely I uh
0: I remember when the Wii was called the revolution. I love, I love that. That was tight. That was tight as fuck. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, but, even even like as early as a year ago, I still saw people who thought that the Wii U was an expensive controller for their. Yeah,
2: Wii. I, I was there when they announced it, and there was confusion there because we thought at first it was just an upgrade, like kind of like a attachment or something that you to, for the Wii or like some. Like I kind of figured out, oh, it's a new console because they didn't even show the base of it. It wasn't until I got to the floor where we got to see oh shoot oh the console's new too oh it's a new it's a whole new thing but yeah the early tablet.
0: the early like advertising material was like the TV and the pads sitting right. on, like a coffee table mm-hmm. and the console was just kind of like they never featured it yeah
2: never featured it in the in the reveal and it's not even a
0: really like impressive looking box. Like put no. in put some fucking lasers and some like spoilers
1: on that shit. Make it look it mean. Looks like yeah, it just looks like a like a
2: round Wii. Yeah. That's because you know what every other Nintendo system has a distinct look. Like you could put the silhouette of it of a Nintendo, of a Super Nintendo, uh, like and you can tell exactly what that system is. You could do that with the Xboxes, you could do that with all the PlayStation systems. But the Wii U console, there's it's so bland in terms of aesthetics that it doesn't stand out. It doesn't pop. It doesn't make you want to like go towards it. I know the appeal is the tap. I know that's kind of the thing. Like if, especially for like young kids, like if you see if this the, the way you're describing it, like it, it draws you
0: in. It gets you hard.
1: <laughs> well, in, in a way, sixty nine.
0: There you go. In Use a way my dick on that gamepad. Slap a bayonet around my cock. And bo- okay
2: but it's it's kind of like it has to draw your eye like it's like oh what the hell is that let me check that out like the wii u console itself not the the gamepad but just the the console there's nothing to it right, so i mean i i don't i hope that we return to something that even if they gave it like the color scheme of the old nintendo or even super nintendo for that matter i mean it, it has to be interesting looking uh,
0: they it, they they need to um they need to start releasing those those funky like ice colors like they did with the sixty four. Mm. They need a see through Wii U. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, that be. I mean, I don't know why they don't do that with their consoles. They haven't. They, I mean, they did that with the Wii. They did like the Mario red one, and uh, they did like well. We had black, white, red. Was there another color besides the red one? Was there ever? Like, oh, there was. Um, like a, wasn't there like an aqua one or a blue one? I feel like there was. There was right? supposed to. Or was it Japan only thing? They had a black one. They had a white one. There was supposed.
0: All right, time to consult the Book of Knowledge uh, while you vamp. Um, we also call
2: it. Well, anyway, back to what the, the th- we got off. It's just like the the end of the production. I, I don't know if what we might see the end of production as the Wii U system is right now. Maybe it's a new SKU that they're coming out with. Um, or maybe it's, like you said, Shane, maybe it's an attachment. Maybe we see the end of the production of the Wii U packages, we see it, and then the new ones come with an NX. Like, I, I really don't know. But I mean it's gonna be interesting to see what develops because we're only what two months away or not like a little bit over two months away from e3 oh so excited for this e3. no wait it's May or March April yeah a little like well two and a half months yeah so what yeah. 10 11 weeks we're almost there Fuck. that's a trimester yes it is yeah I, I I'm really excited for this year's
0: e3 and I don't know why
1: well like, there's a lot of excitement surrounding the NX for sure. That, that, mean, like, rumors yeah. are to be if, if the rumors are true it's going to be both on the next Nintendo home console and the next Nintendo handheld. It's
0: so weird. Like uh. I, I want to see what uh, Nintendo's always has been always been innovative and like you know very forward thinking. Way yeah, say, forward.
2: Yes, yeah, say, say what you will about say. If, if even people who don't like Nintendo the thing with Nintendo though people always turn their ear or their eye to see what they're doing. Like you can't ignore them. Like you have, you have to at least see what they're doing and comment. Because there's a bunch of co- other companies, and you know they do something, but nobody pays attention. But with Nintendo, you need to see what they're doing uh, because they pretty much not set the bar, but they kind of add a precedent to the gaming industry of like in terms of controllers and gaming experiences. So uh, I think for the first time in a long time, like I'm really excited for this year's E3, especially what Nintendo's doing. Especially any company who's de- uh, with Xbox and mic and. Microsoft and Sony, when they put in the new console, it's exciting. But for Nintendo, it's just an extra special thing because you know it's going to have something that we probably haven't seen before.
0: And um, you know, I, I mentioned briefly about the PS four point five, uh, and I think we we should expand on that because I yes. just heard I just heard about that Monday or Tuesday, and it seems it, it's it's got me it's got me worried that um that we're going to be entering. I'm trying to find my fucking tab with this. Here it is. Um. They were going to be like entering this era of console add-ons. Apparently, there was a huge—well, not apparently—there was a huge um, step forward with AMD's um, GPUs and CPUs. They have been able to get them down to a like ridiculous, um, like smaller than twenty-eight nanometers, like fourteen nanometers. Um, God damn! Like that, the chips are fucking tiny so you can get more cores and AMD is all about like push the cores we need maximum cores like I, I got a quad uh, I got an octo core CPU um, here on my computer uh, and that that thing that fuck, dude like man I can watch such high quality like 60 frames per second. 60, 60 FPS porn is something that you need to experience I got to tell everybody that <laughs> like like damn 60 FPS cum shots is the way of the future oh. 4k cum shots oh 4kcamshots.com hold on uh, 4kcamshots.com oh my god oh my god damn it it's available but it was bought by somebody so it's being parked fuck 4kcamshots.com 4K wow off the rails again um but there um so there's speculation and a rumor that there's going to be a new PlayStation 4 coming out um and there's um uh, they're talking about either releasing a new um PlayStation altogether. There's potentials for add-ons that are going to bring 4K support to the console. Um, and with, Sony has always released a slim version of their consoles a, a year or two after every okay. every single one. Every single one. And Mega sixty four has an amazing um, uh, video called like the PS Vita Slim conspiracy theory. One of my favorite videos from that from them. Look it up. It's it's great. Um, or the yeah it, it, yeah, and they were.
1: Is it even better than the one where they were trying to shove UMDs into the PSP Go?
0: <laughs> it was. It was actually like oh, much better. That that one, um, that that video actually got them a lot of like sl- uh, flack because Rocco destroyed a PSP Go, and everybody's like, well, I guess you guys are making enough money now you can destroy consoles." And <laughs> anyway. but the 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 potential that there's going to be the you know, the Sega CD era again, scares me because a lot like you, you get into console gaming. A lot of people do so they don't have to deal with, ch- you know, chasing hardware upgrades and, and you're going to run to the thing that Sega ran into where you're going to, you're going to divide your market and developers are like, okay, we want to make a game. Do we want to release it for this, the, the Sega CD or the 32 X or the Genesis, or all three? Like, are we going to fork our development uh, in all these different generations? You know, and then the, it's really worrisome. I'm, it's great that technology is getting out there more, but it's really bothersome to me, and I would love to hear your guys' opinion on it.
1: Well, it Th- failed miserably the first time, and most that was mostly as far as I remembered because each piece of it was about as expensive as a brand-new console.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> they... um. Yeah, uh, I I do know there was a uh, a Sega Genesis. Um, it was like CD something where it was the size of like a Walkman, and it it would take Genesis carts and Sega CD carts. So yeah. there that was, and then there was the Genesis three.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but it I've been just completely absorbed in Sega stuff lately because I want a fucking Saturn. If anybody wants to sell me a Saturn or anything,
2: hit me up. Plug your Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you know, Shane, you were talking about like the the era of add-ons. It sounds like are we entering? Let me rephrase the question: Are we entering an era where consoles are getting PC upgrade treatments, where you just have to tra- put in the graphics card or the sound card, and boom, you have yourself a brand new console? Will the console market ever go that route? Um,
0: maybe. Uh, I know, like with the Steam boxes and the Steam machines, they're essentially PCs in console form and the steam os is that in the big picture mode for um for steam on PC is there i I doubt it just because the idea of because like, pcs have been around forever and in fact right. like the Atari was uh, called the computer system like the video computer right. system and there was always the two markets and the idea of having something that's just so easy you have your your device you have your cartridges you have your disks you don't have to do any programming you don't have to you know um, you know r- load your mouse drivers after you load your audio drivers because you didn't have enough memory to load the game or, or all this you know all this shit people like the out of the box experience so i don't think it's going to go as deep as you know swapping out cards but you know we've we've seen a lot of weird shit through the years with home cons- uh, mm-hmm. consoles you know the Disk drive and all that stuff, and it keeps stepping on your toes. So, hey, I, I
2: don't want to breaking news. I know this has nothing to do with video games, but uh, Gary Shandling just died.
1: Yeah, I was reading about that.
2: Yeah, ah, I, didn't, I, I didn't know that. Jesus, um,
1: sorry, see, just everyone's gonna be dead by f- December. If you're between 66 and
2: 69,
0: <laughs> yeah, 69, oh, no, the podcast this is our last episode of the podcast, <laughs> it's gonna die after our meeting this weekend. Um, but and actually, in in it, the universe, life take it the way, and life give. When a light, when a star burns out, a new star creates. Toonami announced today that they're bringing back Foolie Cooley, FLCL, two new seasons of probably one of the best animes ever. So Gary Gary Shanley died, Foolie Cooley birthed, so it balances out.
1: I would say so, right. unless he was supposed to voice somebody on it. <laughs> oh, <geez>. fuck. <laughs> anyway,
0: um, that's. That's my that's my rant on the the four point five, and it, I would love to see upgrades to it, but it it scares me.
1: Yeah, I hope it doesn't yeah. go in that direction, but I mean, hopefully, we keep moving towards something that's more like what we've been getting with the uh, like PlayStation Plus and um, Xbox Live being able to provide us with cool incentives to keep playing on them. Did you guys see the uh, Did you guys see the Games of Gold that they just announced today? Not
0: I heard not. it was absolutely fucking amazing, and I know that PlayStation Plus fans are pissed because the last couple of PS Plus or, uh, releases have been not very stellar.
1: Yeah, like, and we were just talking about the Xbox library, but um, next month they're going to be giving Sunset Overdrive. Oh wow! They're going to they're be giving Wolf Among Us, and then Xbox Three Sixty gets Saints Row Four, and what was the fourth one? Let's see. And then, of course, everything that's for 360 on Games with Gold now is fully uh, is going to be added to their backwards compatible list. Oh, it was
0: Dead Space. Wow. Dead Space 1? Yep. Seems kind of autistic to release that game out. Did they have, like, released Dead Space 3 or something? I was just going to say it's
1: still better than Dead Space 3.
0: Hey, I played through Dead Space 3 co-op, and that was a fun game.
1: It was fun in the way that I think people look at Resident Evil 6 and 5, where it's a fun game. No, I shouldn't even say six; just five. People generally hated six, but it's a fun game. But it's not Resident Evil. I feel like that's yeah. what Dead Space Three was. It's a fun game, but it's not Dead Space.
0: Oh yeah, it stopped being s- spooky survival horror and turned into like action with some spooky enemies. Yeah, pretty much. I, I do, I do got to give. I think I talked about this before, but um, I got to give the Volition Games props for if you play as the secondary character he starts to go through hallucinations that do not get rendered for the other player and when i played with my buddy we actually got into an argument over like shit that was going on in the game so th- that's that's props there but um so the fucking rat hole that we went down so congratulations <laughs> um there's been um a lot of like layoffs and shutdowns lately too this has been an interesting Interesting week. Uh, Fifth Cell had a bunch of layoffs.
1: And um, and it was initially reported that they were shutting down.
0: And I think they probably got confused when Evolution Studios got shut down. There was um, a lot of crosstalk. Um, sad to see those studios shut down. Uh, I, that means the end of Drive Club, which didn't perform as well as they had hoped.
1: I'm more sad about MotorStorm. I really like that game.
0: But they haven't really like released like a, a huge MotorStorm Released since twenty eleven.
1: Yeah. That's why they I think they focus they shift their focus to drive club, but after drive club sucked, I was hoping that we might get a PS4 Motorstorm to compensate, but apparently not.
0: Mm. Um now um Fifth Cell, what did they make?
1: Scribble Knots. Um really? Yep. Scribble Knots and Drawn to Life were their two big games. Well, I'm and, I'm saying I'm I'm really like they um like they shut down? Well, no, they um one of their lead Earth. animators was laid off and he tweeted that they were shutting down. But then f- they released a PR Lock, statement Lockers. the next day saying that no, they're not shutting down. They just had their the game that they were working on, a new Scribble Knots for mobile, ended up getting canceled. So they had to lay off, I think, 45 employees, something like that. Hmm. So they ended up, I don't know, maybe the, I'm guessing the lead designer thought he was being. Laid off because the studio is shutting down, and it turned out that the studio still exists. It's probably just bare bones now.
0: Yeah, they're a fairly small studio.
1: Um, yeah, so forty five layoffs within a studio that's small is probably yeah. like most of their staff. And like, isn't
0: isn't like even big studios
1: that we think of big studios like
0: Bungie's a fairly small studio, and like losing forty five people uh, would be a massive hit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's not, you know, writing on the wall that that studio is going out because Scribble Knots and Drawn to Life are all fucking very fun games.
1: Yeah. And they're just really creative too. So it's, I mean, Scribble Knots went through its own little period of popularity and then became kind of stale after they ran out of ways to expand the game. But the fact that they were able to contribute such amazing ideas, it's sad to see them go if it does end up leading to that. But hopefully they can kind of refocus and put their efforts towards something, you know, maybe something new even.
0: Well, uh, you know, and also like on the um um the same path of stuff going away. The and I'm trying to find his name, but the guy who created the puzzles for um Professor Layton died and the the North American um uh, Pokemon trading card game designer also died.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We had like two two like See What happens when we skip a week? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, two weeks because that other episode sixty eight doesn't exist because because <laughs> that you know well because well, well, Derek's got a Macintosh he should yeah just you know, blame
1: get, yeah it's fucking it's Derek's fault yeah that was a yeah. good episode too
0: yeah no I, it was actually probably my fault so sorry no,
1: just blame Derek he's not here
0: <laughs> okay um but yeah um who the puzzle like uh, Akida Tago the puzzle master died at ninety so he lived a good life. And Professor Layton game Professor Layton was done, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh Eric uh, Medali um died in a car accident and he was pretty young, uh, forty-two. Um, not as old as uh Fife Dog. Is it Fife Dog or is it Fief Dog? Fife Dog Fife Dog. Yeah. I um I didn't listen to Tribe Called Quest in forever. I got some cassettes lying around. Um, but I'm gonna I pirated all the discography. <laughs> Fife Dog died so I steal his music. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> And I'm a DJ, too. Um, but that's it for me. That's it for for, for my news list. Uh, this is a very impromptu podcast for me. I didn't expect we were going to record today. So what do you guys got? Anything else you want to super talk about that gets you uh, gets you hard?
1: Well, I definitely need to talk about picking up all those Pokemon on the street with Pokemon Go. Yeah. Um, They finally released some new details. There was that trailer that came out. Um, over the weekend. It wasn't even a trailer, it was like footage that was taken off of a presentation that showed how the game worked a little bit. Um, but Nintendo or the Pokemon website had some official details on it today, essentially saying that um it's kind of what they alluded to at the presentation where they were saying that all the Pokemon you can encounter will be found in the terrains that you would expect to find them. So if you want water Pokemon, you have to go towards like bodies of water. Duh. It, Fuck, that's um, weird. So it's gonna suck
0: for people in Arizona. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but you could, but you're gonna be able to trade with other people though. So if you're in Arizona, you could get all the ground and rock Pokemon, and then trade them to someone like I don't know, but who lives in like Japan or something that's surrounded by water. So it sounds like they're trying to build a sense of community, and they're also trying to make you not lazy because they were saying like you'll be able to get bonus items and find Pokemon eggs at landmarks and. Just like in the video games, once you find an egg, the amount of steps you walk, like once you walk a certain amount of steps, the egg will hatch. Oh, just like all these little, all these like, and they were saying too, that you could claim something along the lines of you can claim a building and make it into a gym and you could (laughs) deposit, you could deposit one Pokemon into the gym and like other people who come across your gym can deposit their Pokemon into it. And then once the maximum amount is reached, like people who go by it can challenge the gym and battle it with their Pokemon.
0: So that that's a very ingressive portal kind of thing.
1: So yeah,
2: I'm gonna go, what, what Pokemon are you gonna? So between us four, I mean, you got Alaska covered, so we're gonna get all the ice type.
0: Uh, I didn't know. I didn't realize my mother's shoulder was a Pokemon. <laughs>
2: uh, Derek, uh, what's Vancouver like? Uh,
1: it's it's a well, I was gonna say it's, it's it, just a city that rains a lot. Um,
0: I was gonna say it's a part of a. Big rainforest area.
2: Hmm.
0: So, I, I wonder who's going to get all the dragons. Uh, uh, where, where would are there any cities in the Galapagos? goes? You know, you know, you know, what, you know what Pokemon we can expect from uh, Vancouver is um, uh, uh, chances because of the free healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm really, I'm really like hyped that the, these details came out because I hadn't heard shit about Pokemon Go and I thought it was it was going to end up being vaporware like the vitality sensor and i'm pretty yeah. sure the oh, details yeah. just came
1: out today oh oh so it's like pretty recent news the only we the only thing that came out of it that i didn't like is they said to to evolve pokemon you have to catch the same one over and over again and then when you catch like a certain amount of the same pokemon it'll evolve which is stupid but whatever <laughs> looking forward to actually being able to play the game though especially with that physical watch you can buy that like will buzz every time you walk by a pokemon mm, just
0: Turn into a cock ring.
1: Yeah, there you 69, go. Sixty nine, baby. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you'll never miss it. But <laughs> um, yeah, aside from that, I just wanted to make sure everyone's aware that Alex and the Street Fighter Five store—they said they guaranteed it would come out in March. Store
2: or story?
1: Store. Oh, so you can buy stuff with all your free no, money. Was
2: never out.
1: <laughs> no, but they promised. They promised that, that update would come out in March, and after. Um, Mostly radio silence. They announced today that it's going to be going up on March 30th, so one day away from breaking their commitment, but they made it. And then outside of that, um, last thing I wanted to talk about was the new Oddworld game that was teased this week. So it's a it's going to be a remake of Oddworld Abe's Exodus, but they changed the name completely. I think they called it Oddworld Soulstorm, and it's supposed to be the same story as Oddworld Abe's Exodus, but the gameplay and uh, certain aspects of it are supposed to be from the ground up. So that's exciting, considering that Oddworld is a really, has always been a really good series.
0: Um, weren't they supposed to make a sequel to Stranger's Wrath?
1: That's what people were thinking when they were saying they're working on a new game, but it ended up being this. I'm not sure if that's actually in production or not, though. Is hmm.
0: so that, that it? Well, Anything I'm else you want to touch, really touch on
2: as I think I owe service to the seven people who still play Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> that uh, that hey uh, the uh, outer rim DLC <laughs> launched today. Or for those of you with the season pass for the sixty dollar season pass, or was it fifty bucks? 50. I
0: think it's fifty
2: bucks. So yeah, it adds in uh, two new heroes you can play as either uh, Greedo um, and let's see. Uh, I have my notes here that I did not organize correctly. <laughs> uh, Greedo Gre- and some Gre- Greedo. Greedo. You can play as Greedo. Yeah. So. Yeah, I want to that in the, the bottom guy that of the barrel shot. there, huh? Yeah, let yeah. me play as that dude. Uh, so yeah, you can play as Greedo, Um Based how bad I am at the
1: game, he sounds like the kind of character I would need to use.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the well it does add um, like contracts where you can uh, kind of like uh, bounties, if you will. If you complete them for Job of the Hut, you get perks. You get like uh, more credits. So you can buy guns and costumes. Uh, they up the ranks, so now you can go to level sixty. Um, what else did they do? You can have an uh, updated cards list. They added two new weapons, the DL-18 and the DLT uh, I have no idea what those look like. Uh, I, I Forgive me if I sound just – I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I was just so let down by this game. I mean, how are you going to have an X-Wing and a TIE Fighter not fight in space?
0: Yeah. Ugh,
2: that's – anyway, anyway, so, A, for those of you who bought the season pass and have been waiting for what? Five months for some updates. Hey, hey it's finally here. Um, so, so, congratulations! So Congra- congratulations! And uh, lastly, uh, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, tourna- uh, Pokemon tournament, Pokemon uh, tournament. It's a Pokemon tournament. Pokemon tournament. Uh, Japan is pretty doing pretty well. It sold seventy thousand units in its first week of release, Damn. and uh, Wii U sales have, uh, for the first time in two months, have surpassed ten thousand units in the, in the week. So um, it's gone. So kind of like, kind of contradicting the, the, uh, the, the cease and not the cease and desist, but the end of the production run for the Wii U. It just kind of shows in every month or so, every big release Nintendo's had for the Wii U has been doing pretty damn well. You know, it's just, it's, uh, it's a nice thing. But now we only have what, Star Fox Zero coming out what next month. And then after that, it's just uh, see what happens with Zelda Wii U. Uh, and there's also um oh that kirby game that kirby game is also coming out but i think that's mini mario's amiibo crap yeah Yeah. (laughs) mini mario's amiibo crap i like that is that kirby game for 3ds or is it for wii u 3ds 3ds 3DS.
1: they do have that new paper mario for wii u that everyone that's true
2: yep like yeah why is everybody hating
1: on that that game looks adorable because it looks Ah. a lot like it looks a lot like sticker star and everyone hated sticker star yeah sticker star why because it took away all the RPG elements and just kind of made it like a randomized battle system. Yeah, it took you all the what? personality out of it, made
2: it boring.
0: You guys, you guys who didn't like Sticker Star, go suck a dick.
2: <laughs> go suck out a fat dick. And that's pretty much it. That's why my throat's me.
1: sore. We went over this already. <laughs> uh,
2: Sixty-nine. Somehow I feel Derek's not missing this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, you know, he he is. He misses he.
0: He misses the this, perversion this, and the no. the subtle racism. He subtle misses. racism and
2: perversion. That's that's pretty much us. Uh, so, are we going to talk about the the games coming out? Um, what have we been playing? Wow, one. I was just getting to it. <laughs> I, I wanted. I wanted. No, to I wasn't. It. I forgot. <laughs> well, I know we. You know, it's been a while since we've been together, so we're a little kind of like rusty. But
0: just, it, uh, you know, and that's why we just got to call the trombone, rusty. I'm just trying to be as perverse as possible. So, uh, so shall I, I describe uh, the pictures on the sluttoon subreddit?
2: Oh, <laughs> you know, I I am surprised uh, that uh, that this, this that's been making it around like for like five straight weeks. <laughs> like there's, I, it's like it, there's not an episode where that doesn't get mentioned. Ever since you discovered it, <laughs> just,
0: uh, apparently, apparently there um there's a sluttoon porn parody that's um going to oh. be uh going to be uh in the works. Oh, wow, Tov. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what an inappropriate salutation for that news. <laughs> Wait, I get called out on that, but you, <laughs> really that's, that's where you draw the line. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the, the casual semitism not okay. Okay. I, I was trying to be antiseptic. Was that really anti antisemitic? No, God damn it. You got, you got your uh, Spanish guilt going on over there. This is a Catholic in me um
2: uh, <laughs> but uh
0: josh isn't catholic i'm not either i was <laughs> no it, you said as the catholic in you and i said josh isn't catholic
2: oh well a little backtrack but uh we we have a couple games coming out uh hyrule warriors legends comes out it's probably my most beloved and most played wii u game to date um, me and my wife has uh, been nonstop with that game ever since launch. So I think we've done pretty much everything in that game. Uh, so the added characters and maybe added levels will be a uh, welcome, you know, just so we can get more out of it. Uh, poking tournament. Uh, <laughs> what are you guys giggling over the side over there? I, I'm not saying I'm not saying a thing. Oh, okay. It's ch- I don't hear giggles. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just I, I swear I'm hearing chatter, like what's <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah, are you are you coming
2: undone? That, I, th- I think that's so.
0: Corn song.
2: I think so. Oh God, no, no. But um, it's so hard to focus. Holy crap! Um, I've been playing a lot of Poké tournament, and uh, I'm really impressed how, for a quote unquote, casual fighting game that features Pokemon, how much depth there is to it. Like you definitely see Harada's uh, hand in the development of the game. Uh, even the tutorial, it, it'll take you a good hour to really go through everything, uh, every explanation of the game, the mechanics. It's a cross of, like, virtual Fighter and Tekken. Like, it's if you can match those two games together, that's what you're getting. Okay. And uh, anybody yeah. who assumes that this game is just, like, a button match – well, not a button matcher, but just something you can pick up and play and figure it out, it's so there's, not – So you're saying there's depth? Oh, oh, there's tons of it, man. There's absolutely <clears> tons <throat> of it. So. Uh, I mean, for the game to make it to Evo, I mean, because the game was out in Japan for quite some time. So people have already been playing it for, for a while. And for poking Tournament to get one of the nine spots for the main stage at Evo, that tells you how much depth and how well received this game has been. Um, so uh, and I think that for most people who picked it up, that I mean, we, including myself, I've been pleasantly surprised how much content in, in terms of gameplay there is. So even though you only have what like sixteen characters, there's so much to each of those characters. That you,
0: uh, now now there's I saw that there's like a kind of like a support system. Yes. So uh, so explain that real quick.
2: So me. you get uh, there's like two. Po- they have like all these different Pokemon that you can select to be your support, kind of like Marvel versus Capcom. You call in your support character, but the old version, the old Marvel versus Capcom, or was it okay. uh, like X Men versus Capcom, where you would tap both uh, the middle buttons and you would get a random character come in like Mega Man or Arthur from, you know, uh, Ghouls and Goblins. And so here you would get, say, like uh, Snivy. He'd come in and he'd do like a torrent of leaves to kind of create an opening for you to hit your opponent. Um, Some are support, will actually attack, and some will give you a buff, like in terms of your speed or your strength, or will actually like uh, sap your opponent's energy meter where they can create their special it'll take that away if they come into their their zone where they have like their hitbox so it it, so it kind of lets you play with strategies all right like so if i'm going to use a very projectile heavy character do i want a support that's going to give more oomph to my projectiles or to create some more of a defense for me uh, when i get uh, in close with my opponent i mean it's it's a it's it's not just like Street Fighter where you have one character, that's it. It takes a little bit of Marvel, a little bit of a lot of Tekken and a lot of Virtua Fighter. So it's it's definitely a fighting game where you can't just say, Well, I play a lot of Street Fighter, I play a lot of Blaze Blue, I kind of get the hang of this. You'll the only people who will really get the hang of it right off the bat will be if you play Tekken. Like if you play Tekken, you'll understand like the kind of like the the speed in which you have to enter the combos. But even with that said, you have to like really sit down and learn the mechanics because Pokin is its own thing. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all I have to say. No, I fully agree. Um, it's, I've had a blast with it so far
1: and I love how the rock, paper, scissor type mm-hmm. mechanic really kind of makes it so that it makes it really easy to bait people into what you want to do, which is like super rewarding for me.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. And it has a thing where if, if you want to be a projectile-heavy character, there's plenty, like uh, plenty of characters that do f- have that ability, like Pikachu and Pikachu Libre. Pikachu f- has its strength in its projectiles and being speedy. Whereas Pikachu Libre, for those who want to get up close and personal and do a lot of grabs, uh, a lot of combos, that's the character you want. So, um, but uh, Josh, you know, I agree they should have put it as Halucha as that character, not a Pikachu with a freaking mask on. That would have been just much better.
1: Yeah, that was, and we were talking about that on the pre show too. That was my uh biggest I don't even know if it's biggest, but an early gripe nitpick of the game is that seven out of the sixteen Pokemon are uh gen one Pokemon and
0: Gen one is best one uh gen.
1: No, that's that's not even close to true. Trust me, I've been <laughs> trust me, I've been playing Pokemon Red and it's fucking trash now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because it's a twenty year old game. Of
1: course, yeah, that's, trash. that's why it's not the best gen.
0: No, but the Pokemon from that Gen are best Gen.
1: No, they're not.
0: Hey, we back in my day, we didn't have ice cream cone Pokemon or garbage bag Pokemon. So
1: no, you had a rock with arms and a Pokeball that evolved into an upside down Pokeball and a pile of sludge <laughs> and a pile of sludge that evolved into a bigger pile of sludge, <laughs> a stack of eggs that turned that into turned a into pineapple a tree for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> <Pokemon is dumb. laughs>
2: is. But, but uh, I see some games on this list, Josh. That scream you.
1: Well, yeah. In the spirit of episode sixty-nine, I just had to dive deep in the titties this week. <laughs> also,
0: that's not how you're 69. you sixty-nine. got gonna go diving on that muff. Eat the booty like groceries. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been? What uh, titilizing games have you been playing?
1: Um, mostly I've been playing Senran Kagura. So jelly. Um, it's a PS4 version, so it allows more characters on screen at once.
0: Oh, it's on uh, the PS4.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's another case of it was designed as a Vita game, and they said, "Wait, no one's call, no one's um, no one's playing the Vita. No one has a Vita. No one remembers it exists. So let's just port it to PS4 and release it on both."
0: Now, but, didn't um, didn't Sony like officially like drop support for that like like
1: a week or two ago? Um, for the Vita, did they? I didn't I'm, hear that. I mean, they—they've like all but dropped support for it for like a year and a half ago. But I don't—I've never heard anything official.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they—they like they, they officially dropped support for it.
1: Huh. Well, at least we have ah. Neptunia. Yeah. Um,
0: I have—I have the the Senran Kagura anime, and it is just fan service. Like, really awesome.
1: Anime. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, I just played a level where it was a boob grabbing contest. Yes. But it's unfortunately
0: unfortunately it's 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 not translated, so I have no idea what the fuck they're saying
1: i don't uh, I don't speak moonspeak, but you don't need to know what they're saying in Santaronkager that's not even that's not true actually because the story is always somewhat dark in all the games, like in between all the boob grabbing and clothes ripping yeah, so but like in this one, they're transported to some tropical island in between the lands of life and death, and they're meeting all these dead people, like dead loved ones that they have to let go of again and all this bullshit. But then it's like then their clothes rip off and if you beat them with their super move they get completely naked. So it kind of distracts you from it. Completely naked? Yes, but they have like a little sparkle over their over their like nipples and over their vagina. Mm. So.
0: I I, I got like strangely uncomfortable hearing you say vagina for some reason.
1: (laughs) I'm like texting at the same time so I'm not thinking. What
0: what is this? Do do we not entertain you enough?
1: No, my my wife is. providing
0: a high quality product
1: no, not it's because good. my no, no, no. It's my it's because my wife was yelling at me through text even for not doing something that I just did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what so. didn't What didn't she do? Talk. Uh, she was like, "You didn't talk about Senran Kagura yet."
1: Yeah, and I was like, "Don't worry, baby, I got it."
0: <laughs> Shut up, baby. I know.
1: <laughs> no, but I guess the biggest improvement in this Senran Kagura is that in the past games they would blur their butts, but they don't blur their butts anymore. <laughs> That's the best improvement. Other, well, um, it's by default because it's pretty much exactly the same. Um, but then aside from that, I was playing Trillion God of Destruction, which is, surprise, a Vita game. Um, I was talking about it a few weeks ago where that's the one where you have to fight this like giant boss that has a trillion HP and you're supposed to wear him down over time. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I didn't know is that... You can only use one, you can only use like one overlord commander at a time. Uh, each one of them
2: is a potential waifu. And hey, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. Speaking of waifus, mine just came home <laughs> with a baby, so I have to step away. Is it yours? <laughs> <laughs> I, I should hope did so. She, did
1: she just, she just found a baby on the street? she, yeah, she like, just hey, found a baby and home. now we're going to keep it. <laughs> that was just Palo Alto. Where, <laughs> the, oh, fuck are the, oh, Sorry. Sorry, that was a local California <laughs> reference. Yeah, yeah.
0: Where are the Lindberghs?
2: Alright, uh what should I do here? I
0: I, I made a very like p- timely Lindbergh baby joke.
2: Yes. <laughs> is it Lindenberg baby? No Lindbergh. Oh Lindbergh Lind- Lind- baby. Okay. It's the Hindenburg baby oh, okay. was, just, <laughs> that was che- not, You know what Lindbergh is a type of cheese, isn't it? Heisenberg Lindberger. baby.
0: Eisenberg, baby. All right, guys. They, they captured it on principle. Why is there black stuff all over my? All
2: right, family? I will uh, contact you guys later tonight. Uh, thank you guys for allowing me to be out here with the chauffeur. So, we allowed you. We allowed you. <laughs> now back in your cage. <laughs> yes. All right. Vominos. Bye.
0: There's there's a casual. So I
2: just disconnect my mic. Is that how it works?
1: <laughs>
2: no. Just walk away. Just walk away. and Leave all the sound. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but speaking of waifus, again, uh, in Trillion it's like you have one commander that you train up for battle, and the more your affection builds up with them, the harder it is for the boss to hurt them, so it's like they have to cut through your love before they could get to their HP. So that's kind of fantastic. I haven't played it too much yet, though. Um, and then I just, right before the show, I started playing Knights of Azure, which is a it's like an action RPG from Koei Tecmo, which, I don't know much about it yet, but it's a hack-and-slash RPG with more potential waifus.
0: It looks... That game actually looks fucking gorgeous.
1: Yeah, no, the visuals on it look really nice. Like, everything's kind of a, this dark kind of, like, half um, Victorian, half steampunk-looking costumes on the characters, and like I said, I only played it for, like, 20 minutes right before I logged in here, but so far, so good. Um, the art style and the pick up and play combat's really fun and then finally i finished life is strange this weekend and i wanted to kill myself afterwards so
0: oh I, I i keep saying it but i haven't gone back to it
1: yeah it's it's good it's really really good um episode four is the easy standout and i feel like i'm the opposite of what i'm reading on the internet but everyone says that chapter two is like either their favorite or second favorite but i hated that chapter Really? Nothing happens. It's the whole thing's a tutorial until the very end. And admittedly, the very end is good. It's probably one of the best parts of the whole game, but it doesn't make up for the drawn out, like this drawn out, um glorified tutorial, which is most of the episode, it feels like.
0: Um, is it um is it the tutorial for like a new mechanic? Like a like a gameplay mechanic, or is it just Like what's a tutorial for?
1: It's not a new mechanic exactly. It just experiments with your um, time, like the rewinding mechanic more. And you're supposed to be, you're supposed to like prove to your friend that you really do have the power. So she asks you all these like mundane questions that you have to find the answers to and then rewind time and then tell her before she asks that Uh, kind of stuff. Or like tell her things that are going to happen in the next minute. Okay. And just like really slow, boring, mundane stuff. Like the entire middle of that, Whole episode is just just drags.
0: So so it's like uh like half of the Namek saga absens Pretty much f- shitty filler.
1: Yeah, like the whole it was like it was like when it was like when Frieza and Goku are about to start fighting, and then they just cut to Bulma looking for her ship.
0: Yeah, and the, wasn't she like fighting a frog for a minute or something? Like a frog stole her or dragon radar.
1: Yeah, because it was Captain Ginyu, and he was trying to get back to his body or whatever.
0: That's what. Show had some bad parts to it yeah it really did
1: but yeah that's about all i've got
0: right on um i uh played a bunch of a bunch of games i um played some counter-strike go obviously getting um getting a lot better in it i'm lowering my um sensitivity so i can get some of those like uh finer now, shots
1: i'm guessing that counter-strike go isn't compatible with xbox versus pc players
0: Uh no,
1: because did that come out on the Xbox One? Not 360, but it just came out as a backwards compatible game, and I apparently bought it and forgot. Oh, um, yeah, uh, that um,
0: (laughs) there's no way that's gonna be you're you're gonna get destroyed with a cross platform because yeah, there's that is a game where you need like minimal minimal sensitivity and it's yeah that's that's never going to work cross platform.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're just going to be wiped out. Um played been playing a lot of that but uh went in and uh sat down and did some uh co-op uh 3D Mario World and uh with my buddy and we uh I showed him Splatoon. Um showed him you know all the uh I showed him tune and uh then we played some Mario Maker that um the, the game that keeps on giving. And um you know, that's pretty much it. I uh did get some of the that Neptunia what the fuck is that Neptunia game called?
1: Hyperdimension Neptunia U action unleashed.
0: Yes. Uh I uh played some of that. Um I don't know what the story is, but it is it is fun. It's 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 fun. I liked it. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and, that's and it. it's made and
1: it's made by the developers of Center Kagura too.
0: Yeah. Um Center Kagura is yeah. That's a good game. That's gonna go on my PlayStation uh, for sure.
1: Well, no, you know what I saw on the character select screen. It made me mad because I really wanted to buy it, but it's not available yet. But it's still on the character select screen. But Ayane from Dead or Alive is a DLC character in it.
0: Um, which one? I she's the the one with the flower in her hair.
1: A purple hair, yeah.
0: But the, with the flower in her hair,
1: so, sometimes.
0: Yeah, I don't like her.
1: You fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> she is in. She was in Fatal Frame, the newest, the one on Wii U. And now she's in Senran Kagura. And she was in Ninja Gaiden, of course, and then Dead or Alive.
0: She just looks boring.
1: No, she's pretty cool. Uh,
0: She's purple, though. That's my favorite color. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, That was the 69th episode of um, Geek Escape. Ah, there's porn of Ayane. There we go. All right, it only took a little bit to get
1: the porn. Do you have a mission objective for next week?
0: uh, No. Well, we'll, we're, we're restructuring... Refocusing and reorganizing the Geekscape Games podcast. So we'll um we'll have a... Uh, unless unless you got one that you really wanna answer yourself. No,
1: I'm so good. You can hold off on that. Uh you which, can find which this character do you want a sixty nine with the most? I'm kidding.
0: Uh Bayonetta. <laughs> I answered that way too quick. Uh, <laughs> Sega Sanshiro. Yeah. Um anyway, um, that was episode 69 of the Geekscape Games podcast. Uh, as always, you can find us on Geekscape.net, on Twitter, at Geekscape Games. I am at Shane O'Hare on Twitter, SSJkin on gaming platforms.
1: And I'm at Inu Joshua just about everywhere.
0: Absolutely. And uh, follow us on Twitch. Uh, there might be some Dark Souls 3 coming up soon. So, um, Or that. even so,
1: Valkyria Chronicles Remastered.
0: Do you have a Steam key for me?
1: No, I have a PS4 key for me. Ah!
0: All right, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody!
2: Bye. (laughs)